Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Good morning, Metroplex. We are all live. We're all at home, but we're still live with the hump day edition of Sean, RJ, and Bobby on your home of the Cowboys and Rangers, 105.3 The Fan. I want to know from the Twolos, from the Tolos, from the truckwreck.com text line, who's up right now and why. That's what I would really like to know. Because I asked the guys in the commercial break, how are we looking in terms of traffic uh, on the text and... Bobby said they're still rolling in. So why are you up and what are you doing at 877-881-1053? So we can give you some 6 a.m. shout outs and we're going to give you a concert ticket giveaway during the expressway to thank you uh, for sticking it out with us despite the weather. And I would also like to know if the Cowboy Tolos would have given up a first and a second for Sean Payton like the Denver Broncos did yesterday so bobby where do we stand with some of the responses uh let's check the uh the text here on the uh twitch uh, shout out to the pope 88 he says he's up uh doing the same thing as us he's working so we've got that uh three three seven we got four uh yeah, yeah well that one's on there too uh f no uh sean payton's not a genius uh no that's too much for sean payton um, not giving up picks for a coach from the 214. Another 214. No, not worth it. Uh, 540. Peyton, Sean Payton will bring in Taysom Hill. Uh, so, yeah, we got, <laughs> we got some responses. I haven't seen anybody yet say, oh, my gosh, yeah, I wish we could have done that. All right, there you go, Choppy. That should make you happy. That should make you Ooh. proud. Man, I mean, it's just it's just so much. Even if you, even if you love him and you think that he's, like, the, 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 the best coach in the league, a first and a second – is a lot to give up for a head coach. That's, I mean, that that's so much, man. Maybe their final desperation shot to try to save the Russell situation. Uh, so let's go inside our situation as Albert Breer, NFL insider, used to work here in DFW, yesterday went on G-Bag and the Dan Patrick Show, and Albert Breer talked about a possible feud between McCarthy and Kellen at the end. Was Kellen Moore fired by the Cowboys? I heard things weren't great between him and Mike McCarthy at the end. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know if it was finally the fact that they were both sort of play callers by trade that got them or it was the way that Dak played. What I do know is, like, that that arrangement that I think had worked okay but had its ups and downs over three years had sort of run its course. And 
obviously there were some great opportunities to be an offensive coordinator elsewhere for Kellen Moore. And I think this sort of allowed them to come to a everybody wins type of scenario. So there it is. Not great towards the end. And this isn't that surprising to me. I mean, it's not surprising if you hear any coaches like have some beef. They're two offensive guys. Uh, McCarthy knows he's his head is on the on the chopping block as well. If you don't beat San Francisco, especially if you don't beat Tampa, mm-hmm. it's just amazing how the Tampa win means nothing to anyone around here. Nobody cares anymore. Leading into the Buccaneers game, we were like, oh, Tampa has a good defense still. They shut us down in week one. Uh, are we definitely going to be able to go in there? The Tom Brady mystique. And then we quickly flush the narratives just yeah. like that when they go in and dominate and have an offensive explosion in the first round of the playoffs. And we're just wash our hands of it. We're done. We don't care. And then McCarthy and Kellen more drama on top of it. Yeah. I mean, listen, if, if they wanted to move on from philosophical differences, that's one thing. If they moved on and he moved on from them because they couldn't get along. Oh, I mean, like that. I, I just hate that for the fan base. I, I, I do like that. It's not it's not Jerry Jimmy, but it's like we've already seen that. You, you can't get a, like, like get along. You would think the two that wouldn't get along were McCarthy and Dan Quinn, as everyone has anointed Dan Quinn around here. And we all think he's the next head coach in waiting. And McCarthy would have more bitterness yeah. towards him. Right. You would think so. But if there's like, you know, uh, a bad working relationship or animosity, I mean, work through it, dude. You guys got to work through this. If, if, if this, I mean, you guys were third in expected points added per play this year. Like your offense wasn't broken at all. Now it had some problems at the end. Yeah, it did, but a lot of times do. I mean, are the, are the Bills? I mean, they scored ten points in the playoff game. Are they get rid of everybody on the offense? I, mean, I have no idea. Like, are they going to get rid of everybody? Uh, or are they, are they going to like, okay, we had a bad game, or we had a bad couple of weeks? I mean, which which one is it? So I mean. Man, this was like, if they moved on from him because they couldn't get along, like, shame on everybody there. I tell think us what you know, Bobby. Tell, tell us what I, you know, Bobby. I, I think he moved on from them and they just said okay. Is essentially what I, I think that part of this was Kellen being ready to go and Mike going, I'm not going to fight to keep him here. And the Jones is going, all right, well, if he doesn't want to be here, and the coach doesn't want him here, uh, I guess we can't necessarily fight for it. If, if Kellen really wanted to be here, if Kellen Moore really wanted to, to be the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys, and it was just Mike McCarthy was kind of like, eh, I don't know, I, I, I might like to move on. I think Kellen Moore is still here because I think the Joneses would have said, nah, he wants to be here. We'll, we'll, we'll give this another shot here. Um, but I think ultimately, if you were going to split the – percentages in terms of the reason for Kellen not being here anymore. And I know everybody kept saying Kellen was fired and sure mutual, just like they always say 60% of the reason, I think it's a 60, 40 split. 60% of the reason is Kellen's desire to go is what it is. I I think, I I think this was three. I don't think this was just this year. I think for three years, they butted heads. I think it was, and I think it was as much to do about, you know, both being offensive guys and different philosophies or whatever else, as much as it was, they just had very different personalities. And I, I think personality-wise, it was sometimes a clash. Here's Albert Breer on with the G-Bag Nation. Is it a done deal that Mike McCarthy, because this still seems up in the air, is it a done deal that Mike McCarthy is calling the plays here? It sounds like he's going to call plays. Now, you never say never with this stuff, because sometimes 
if you're in competition with some with, with another team for someone you really like, um, then maybe you'd offer something like that. I, I still think though, guys, like like let's say like you're competing with you know with Baltimore for 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 an offensive coordinator candidate. Well, you know that offensive coordinator, you may tell that offensive coordinator candidate, yeah, you're going to get to call plays in Dallas. He's still going to look at that and say, well, there's a better chance that I'm going to be able to hold on to the play calling responsibility in Baltimore because John Harbaugh isn't, you know, doesn't have the offensive background. So, um, is it possible they offer that up? Maybe. I don't know how much of a difference it's going to make if you're in competition for certain candidates. And you also have somebody, I think, in house and Brian Schottenheimer who. Like had that had the role that that Ben McAdoo had before, um, where he's sort of working on both sides of the ball, and you know could be a great resource to Mike McCarthy, and probably wouldn't need play calling to take that job. All right, let's talk a little bit about Brian Schottenheimer, Choppy. Uh, you got some nerd stats for us when it comes to the possible next offensive coordinator for this team? Uh, yeah, you know, so I was. I got a uh, direct message uh, the uh, the other day from a guy named Dave Bartu. Now, Dave Bartu was a uh, college ball player. Uh, he has this awesome website. Um, it's uh, it's is this football. the Hemp Place? Well, that yeah. So he's really big in. Uh, he's got a pro athletes Hemp Association, but uh, he's Wait, also got this website. Chop. Okay, what does that what does that mean? The hemp? Wait, you're just saying it like it's a like there's ten of them out there. The pro athletes Hemp association okay so here's what the uh, bio says formulated with the strength needed for pro athletes aches pains inflammation sleep and body and skin and hair recovery all natural made in the usa baby um but he's got this website that he does for college football which is basically nailed every single final four at every time in order for like the entire time he's been nails on it well he went and he has dug up a list of every single of the last since 2017, the top 50 scoring efficiency seasons in the NFL. And Brian Schottenheimer has three of those 50, all three overperformed the league by at least 11%. And in his first year, his efficiency progression was 21% better. So this was with the Seahawks with Russ. Yes. So that's just one little nugget that he was able to dig up that you know it did quite well so we'll see who knows but that was uh what 2017 2018 with russ bobby Um, were you able to find out anything more on jeff nixon the panthers running back coach interviewing for the cowboys oc job uh just a very little bit it definitely seems like he's a referral um just from you know it's it's somebody that ben mcadoo knows it's somebody that uh james campen knows who they were interested in bringing over potentially as their offensive coordinator um as i mentioned yesterday joe philbin coached with him for four years he doesn't have play calling experience other than i i guess he he covered at the end uh, of, of one of his gigs when an offensive coordinator got fired. He called plays for like the last two weeks or something, but that's it. That's all of his play calling experience. So if he were to come here, it sounds like the type of guy where if you're taking a running backs coach who's really never called plays, it sounds like the type of guy you would bring in here with the idea that McCarthy's going to call plays, that it wouldn't be a guy that you're having come in here, design an offense, install it, uh, call the plays, do all of that. It sounds like it'd be more like what the Cowboys had, uh, honestly, with Maurice Carthon about 20 years ago when he was 
brought in as the offensive coordinator, but he wasn't calling plays, so they also had him be the running backs coach. So you've got a running backs coach job open. You've got offensive coordinator open. He could come here, coach the running backs, have the title, do all the installation, but ultimately McCarthy would be calling plays. So I think that's the way it would play out if he was the guy. Final one from Albert Breer on the G-Bag. Is Mike McCarthy still on the hot seat? So it's like we say that, and that's not really Jerry's history. Yeah. You know, like his history is not to have a, you know, an itchy trigger finger. Like they, I mean, they stuck with Dave Campo for three years. They stuck with Wade Phillips for four. Mm -hmm. Jason Garrett got nine, you know? So, I mean, I know everybody thinks that like Jerry's like, you know, this gunslinger who, you know, is, is is going to get antsy and, and start firing people, but that's just not his history, you know. So I, I, uh, you know, I, I do think like there's a lot on the line for Mike McCarthy in 2023, and when you clean out your coaching staff the way that he did, you you basically put it on yourself to fix it. You know, now it's really on Mike to fix it. Um, you know, and I think certainly like the amount of players that they have that are either entering or in the prime of their careers. And it puts pressure on 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 Mike too to to capitalize on the window that they're in right now. So, you know, I think like for 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 Mike to avoid you know this sort of discussion when we get to November and December, two things are going to have to happen. They're going to have to be back in contention again, you know, and then I think Dak's going to have to play better than he did um, towards the towards the end of the year last year. Um, and you know, I think both those things are attainable, but you know, with uh, the changes in the coaching staff that Mike made there are some new challenges that I think he's going to have to overcome to get there. So Albert Breer in the middle of a Danish right there, apparently. Uh, <laughs> with the G-Bag Nation. I don't know what Aaron Rodgers was uh, eating or sipping on as he was on with McAfee. Give us the latest with all your drama, Aaron, whether you're coming back to play or not. So how do you see this going? You you have to figure out what you want to do. And then your first call is to the Packers. And then you let them know what you're thinking. And then they said that we'll let you know what we're thinking. And then that's kind of how the whole process will unfold, you think? I think so. I mean, it sounds like there's already conversations going on that aren't involving me, which are interesting. You know, honestly, I've been insulated to a lot of that. Like I said, I was in, in Nashville. And, and then I'll be up here, uh, you know, this week playing in the tournament. So... Uh, I'm not a part of those conversations right now. When I make up my mind one way or another, then uh, you guys and Packers, not in that order, but and everybody else will uh, will know at some point. So here okay. we go. All right. So drama again with this guy. That, that that's what it, it's we're we're setting up for another off season of Aaron Rodgers drama. Right. Perfect. Can't wait for it. You know, you would think that like, he wants to get to a new team. So he would want to make the decision quicker. Like, why would he want to get to the new team in a month? Why would he not want to get to the new team as soon as possible? I'm just trying to figure out who else could be in play besides the Jets. Like, I root for offseason movement. Obviously, I would root for Aaron Rodgers out of the NFC. Uh, Bobby doesn't care. He thinks he's basically uh, close to, you know, close to being done anyway. I'm just trying to see who else in the AFC could be a team. Jets and the Raiders. Raiders. That's it. Jets and Raiders, I think. Unless, it, unless it is, the, unless it is like Choppy suggested before, unless like the Titans wanted to mm-hmm. try and do something. Like, I mean, the Titans are oh, the only yeah. other team where maybe he elevates them a little bit, but I don't know how much they're interested. 
877-881-1053 is the truckwreck.com text line here on DFW Sports Station. How do we fix the referee problem in the NFL? One former player in Texas says it doesn't matter. It's all rigged. If you love conspiracy theories, put on your foil tin hats. The X-Files NFL segment next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.